Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everyone? By now, you guys know that Ball is sponsoring us, and by that, I mean the aerospace technology company. Nothing to do with Manscaped. That's Rudo's thing. Um, They are the world's largest aluminum can and packaging manufacturer, and they've been leading global sustainability efforts for decades. They care so much about diversity and inclusion. They've been practicing it for years, while other major companies just talk about it as a workplace idealism. And if If you're looking for a job, guess what? They are hiring. They are such a great company to work for. We have a lot of people we know at DNVR who have family members or friends who work there and they really enjoy it. They are hiring in Golden, so you can check out hashtag work at ball online. And to apply for a position at their aluminum can plant, text Golden to 77222 or go to jobs.ball.com and search for Golden. That's jobs.ball.com and search for Golden or simply text GOLDEN to 77222. Let's start the show. Nobody out. Three and two on Charlotte. Jokic gets it across the timeline. Gets a high pick and pop with Murray. Lindsey breaking through. Taken away by Nathan McKinnon. Two on two with Landeskog. He has done it again. Vaughn Miller, ladies and gentlemen. Dunk two hands. Nikola Jokic. Save me by Grubauer with the left pad. Oh, goodness gracious me. Take a good look, you won't see it for long. Jurat home run, Trevor Story. Lock, end zone, touchdown! Number two for Sutton. Got it! Oh, man! That's from way downtown! And the Blue Arrow is flying at Pepsi Center. Score! It's too good to be true! Welcome into the Denver Sports Podcast presented by Breckenridge Brewery, our favorite beer and good seltzers, good company seltzers here at DNVR. I asked the guys last week what their favorite Breck brew or go-to Sunday Breck brew or seltzers were, and I didn't get Andre or Henry's response. So what is your go-to Breck brew? Is it that? And you guys actually do it on the tailgate. So what are you hoping is in the bucket of Breck brews on Sunday during the tailgate? Strawberry Sky. But we're talking seltzers, right? Both, both. It could be either or. I love, what's that one? It's got the black cover and um, the bubbles on it. 
that one hits. Juice drop? Juice drop hits different in the morning. Juice drop is where it is at. Also, berry seltzer is always good. Pear seltzer in the morning. You know, it all depends on the vibe. Why do I oh. feel like Andre's answer is as long as it's not tequila, we're good? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I feel like, wrong. yeah. I mean, he he definitely prefers the Breck brews, but he just loses at a bunch of the games on the tailgate, so it's his own fault that he yeah. has to take the tequila. I will say that show is one of my favorite shows on the network. Last week they had the Wheel of Punishment, and Andre got to pour water on Henry's head, and that was very funny. That was awful. That took it, it took more than the entire show to dry. I didn't dry out until we were in the parking lot of the Broncos Stadium. Oh goodness! Well, Sundays are full of wreck brews. That's the way we like it, and of course, shows like the tailgate. But we do have abs and nuggets coming up, so we'll see. Sundays might have more more sports than just football on. It'll be exciting today. Obviously, I have Nathan Rudolph, Henry Chisholm, and Andre Simone here on the show. I'm your host, Ali Monroy, as always, and we are going to talk about some Broncos buffs football but we don't want to be too sad so buffs basketball too and then some hockey because the avs start their season on next week on wednesday so before we record another episode of this podcast they will have had their first game which is so freaking exciting i can't wait for avs hockey even watching preseason hockey with rudo and aj at the bar was exciting highly recommend doing it come down to the bar they have a game on for saturday and today, but Rudo, can we watch that game? Uh, probably not. There there's, you go. So there's a chance you'll be able to watch this one on uh, on Thursday. No way you get to watch it on Saturday. But oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Saturday at the bar though, fight night. So yeah. It doesn't get better than that. Yeah. So that's yeah. gonna be exciting. Well, but that's what we're gonna be talking about today. So we're gonna jump into some bold predictions. Unless Rudo, you're about to say something. No, I was, I was just going to say, we'll be doing our live post-game show because AJ and I are both going to the game. So we'll get to see Saturday's game. But definitely will be a distracted post-game with Fury Wilder up in the background. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I guess the, the Avs game starts at 5. That fight, that card won't happen until like 9, 10. So we'll it'll or be a short later. one. We'll wrap it up quick. <laughs> <laughs> the bar will be popping. Highly yeah. recommend going down for that. But all right, we are going to start off with some bold predictions. Like I said, we're going to be previewing the Avs a little bit. And then we're going to talk about the Broncos and Buffs as where they stand today, October 7th. Uh, Broncos are 3-1 and one on the year. Buffs have won one game okay move on um rudo let's talk let's start off with you what is a bold prediction you have for the abs this season uh the team as a whole or can i pick any player let's do both let's do both all right the team as a whole i mean it's it's hard to like actually give a legitimate bold prediction for the abs because i think they're so talented and, and good this year and expectations are sky high so yeah um I think they will be the only team in the central division that finishes with over a hundred points. Uh, I can't commit to them winning uh, another president's trophy just because I think Vegas's division is a joke, but 
I do think the Avs will be the best team in their division by a significant margin. I it, it won't be like them getting pushed by anyone too hard. I think they'll kind of run away with the Central this year, which will be fun as yeah they can you know don't have to crunch time it all the way down the stretch like they've had for three years running now. So the divisions have kind of like cleared up this year, right? Because I know fans who might not follow the NHL very closely were very confused last year by all of the different Honda division, all that good stuff. Yes. So it's it's more clear now as back to what's to, going on. If you watch hockey before last season, it's back to the how the divisions were before that, except for Arizona's in the central now. Shout out the PHNX guys. Looking forward to watching the Avs beat down Arizona quite a bit, but oh, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna run out of shots again at the bar, probably shot glasses. <laughs> oh, well, it's it's different now, right? We have the the wheel of fortune or whatever we're calling it. Yes, that so. is true. Darkness. No, wheel of darkness is only oh. for you guys. The rest of it is like wheel of destiny. There you oh, go, God. wheel of destiny. Just Good clarity. Put Miko over three shots on that thing every night and. Yeah, we'll be giving away a lot of shots. <laughs> but you've got some fun matchups in the Central. Obviously, you've got the Wild, Blackhawks, the Jets, uh, the Predators, and the Blues and Stars on top of the aforementioned Coyotes. So uh, it's kind of back to normal, back to regular vibes. And you're right. You're right, Ruto. They should run away with that shit. Well, and I mean, let's be real. The Avs are the team with the target on their back now. So yeah, exactly. all of those teams... You're gonna have a little chip on their shoulder when when they play the Avs. It's gonna be a, a season of a lot of uh, I don't know which word to use without uh, saying something I probably shouldn't, but it's it's gonna be a year where nobody's gonna bring their their B game for the Avs. They're gonna give them everything every single night. So, well, speaking of that, so the Avs take on the Blackhawks for the first game of uh the year. How are you feeling about that game? How are you feeling about the Blackhawks as a whole as like another rival eh, rival and quotation marks in that division? The Blackhawks are a significantly improved team this year. Uh, okay. They're, they should for real compete for a playoff spot. I, oh, okay. I do believe that with Flurry in net yeah. and Flurry, Taves yeah. back on the forward side for them. And obviously Seth Jones is their big defensive acquisition. That's a real hockey team. Uh, luckily, the Avs historically have always played Chicago very, very well. They play into the Avs high tempo style quite well. So on opening night, especially those first couple weeks of the season where goalies and defenses haven't quite figured their stuff out yet. Uh, I'll put it this way. Take the over on opening night. <laughs> good to know. Good to know. Okay. What is your bold prediction for a specific player or give me a few players? All right. So my two bold predictions this year, are both goal scorers. Miko Rantanen, Andre Burakovsky. I think Miko wins the Rocket. That dude's scoring 50 goals this year. I think he's going absolutely off. And I placed bets on DraftKings Sportsbook that he was going to win it next year. What's making you, or last, last year. year, what's making you think that it's changed this year? Convince me why I should bet on that again. All right. You understand how large of a human being Miko is, right? The big moose, of course. He looks even bigger and more ripped this year. Um, wow. I know it's it's hard to believe, but he's only just entering his prime now. He turned he turns twenty five in October. He's so. younger than me. That's weird, yeah. Henry. He's like your age. Look, at, think yeah. of the difference. <laughs> yeah that's pretty crazy 
You're still a baby moose, and he's reached full maturity. His, his <laughs> antlers wouldn't fit in my study right now. Um, <laughs> top goal scorer, you say? Yeah, I believe he will be the top goal scorer in the NHL if we're going for hot takes here. Plus eighteen hundred seventh shortest odds on the DraftKings Sportsbook app behind, you know, the usual The suspects. Matthews McDavid's of the world, sure. Exactly. Actually, he's tied with Kucherov as six shortest odds uh, behind only Matthews, Dries- Drysdale. That always gives me trouble. Connor McDavid, Pasternak, and Ovechkin. Yeah, I, and I think Kucherov is a, a great comparison for mm-hmm. Miko Ceiling. I, I truly believe somewhere in there is a best player in the league for, you know, a year's time Yeah. type of performance out of him, so... And I mean, when you have Nathan McKinnon and Gabe Landeskog on your line, yeah, like it doesn't it's... hurt. <laughs> exactly. Doesn't hurt when every team doubles Nathan McKinnon and you're Miko Ranton and be like, hey, just give me the puck and open ice and I'll take care of it. It'll be <laughs> fine. Uh, that's my other bold prediction, too. Going down a line, I think Andre Burakovsky is a 30 goal scorer. Uh, he obviously has the shot to do it, but. You're in a situation now where he has to be more of the man on that second line. Yes, you still have Nazem Kadri. That's a guy who's going to kind of be walking on eggshells all year, right, after the suspension he had last season. And then that second line left wing spot is kind of going to be a mystery. Expect a rotating cast of players to go through there. So they're going to look to Burakovsky to carry the load on that second line. And he's either going to establish himself as a premier player in the league or not, but I'm betting on premier. I mean, he's definitely proven that he's headed in that direction after being with the caps and the two years with the abs. He he's just improved significantly. Like his goal scoring his assists, all of it has just been so much better. So I, I would take, I would take that bet on Burry Burkey Burry. Let's not make that a new nickname and don't turn that into a Manscaped read. Um, Berkey, <laughs> I would believe. I think we have that. something Look, there. If you're trying no, to. No, <laughs> no, no. Right, don't right. Do it. Don't bury your. No. Please, <laughs> you want to bury at a rate like Berkey buries gold. No. Right? Oh, we got. Yes, Allie. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, as is. long she's, as Eric doesn't get a hold of that and makes a fake shirt, please no, don't do it, guys. We we got Everyone the denim daddies going last there. season. We do not yeah. need another one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think, Henry? You are a you have a bunch of tickets for the games this year. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't say season ticket holder. Would you say? Yep, that's what it a is. Season ticket that's holder. Me. Yep. So how do you feel as a fan going into this season? I mean, I feel great. Like, I, it's tough to, to call this a bold prediction because it's just, like, what should happen. But I think the Avs are going to win the Cup. Like, that's kind of where I'm at is you just look at the team. And it's like, sure, they lost Saad and whoever else. But they upgraded the goalie, and that's kind of been the complaint Philip for the last Grubauer couple of years. Nothing. I'm fired up about having Darcy Kemper here. And that, to me, is kind of the final piece where... This team, it's, in my mind, should win. Like, it's, if it's, you know, hockey, weird things happen, and the puck bounce is weird, but I'm I, I'm fired up. It's it's kind of terrifying, right? Because you say, all oh, my bold predictions, I think the Avs should win the Cup, and my first thought is, oh, that's not that bold. Exactly. Yeah. 
And it's like, where do you go from there? Like, I don't know. I, what's higher than that in the NHL? How much more bold can you get? So like Sweep their way through the playoffs. Yeah, right. Yeah. I will say, though, I feel like a, a good amount of the fan base is a little nervous about that high of expectations because last season – hurt last season that last that series against Vegas those last few like those beginning games of that series like people are like man if they don't get it done this year like they didn't get it done last year with the team that they had I think people are nervous about that high expectation and I think that some of some losses that happen in hockey fans are going to go in one direction or the other and it's going to be intense and I think that isn't a bold take because this team can do it but I think people are cautious about yeah, and, thinking And they that. should be. They absolutely should be. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. I think the regular season is a pretty foregone conclusion unless yes. catastrophic injury or something happens. This team knock, on wood, make, knock on wood. going to make the playoffs barring that. So uh, that's not that big of a deal. But this team has been eliminated in the second round three straight years. There's... Uh, yeah, there's a little bit of a mental block there, at least, right? Whether whether how much of that is real or not, whatever. But mm-hmm. if this team doesn't get out of the second round again, yeah, where do you go from here? That, that question becomes really hard to answer. So for sure, at the same time, though, I'm not going to be sitting here thinking about the second round for the next eight months. You know, of whatever that yeah, is, of course. that that comes in April or May or whatever. And if you're going to be spending your time every time they give up a goal thinking, oh, no, here it comes again. We're four <laughs> months away from a collapse. What are you doing? Yeah, don't what are you doing? Like that. It was you also a whack to. second round. Like that would have been the yeah. Western yeah. Conference final. Yeah, um, that's true. Any other year. It's just how the playoffs were set up. And the year before they didn't have half their team. And like, look, at the end of the day, welcome to being a cup contender. Tampa yeah. Bay, President Cup, you know, they they look like they're ready to do it. Boom. They flop round one. Everyone's kind of writing them off. And then they win back-to-back cups. I remember the Caps with Ovechkin. They were way written off. That was like three years past what people thought there was their window. They finally pull through. There's no more exciting, but there's no harder, uh, you know, championship to win because, I mean, in a seven-game series in the NHL, anything can happen. Absolutely 100%. anything. So it's hard. Welcome to being a contender. And I think why these are somewhat bold predictions is this is a different ass team. They can't rely on the just unheard of otherworldly depth they had last year especially, but even the year prior. Now you're really having to count on on your big dogs to pull their weight day in day out and i mean this is a team that to me has always been resilient the last three four years uh but that resiliency will be tested more than ever when inevitably they are faced with some of those big injuries to some of those big dogs and how does the rest of the group especially the young guys kind of help uh make up for that gap my question for rudo is like with some of that depth gone is there still a chance that they make a move during the season like, like, is oh, there a world oh, where at the yeah. trade deadline they go and get somebody? Oh yeah, definitely. It, I, you know, it's impossible to predict a trade deadline before opening mm-hmm. night, right? But yeah. yeah, I fully expect the Abs to be in every rumor mill possible for dudes available on deadline day. They're they will be 
doing things. I don't know what it ultimately ends up being, but something will happen. And I mean, uh, I highly recommend checking out the Avs preview series videos that we are dropping on our DMVR YouTube channel um, every day. AJ and Ruto did such a good job. And I believe AJ said this, like if the rookies pan out, like we hope they will, this will be a, a, an even better team than we can even imagine right now. Um, that is obviously dependent on how things go, but if it does head in that direction with guys like Newhook and Byram stepping up in those roles and, and getting that experience and working with guys like, like Kale, like that, that will be insane for this team. Yeah, it's it's weird to think about the fact that this team might have another level to it. And yeah, that's a Stanley Cup is what it is straight up. So that's so exciting. I think everyone is just ready for abs and nuggets. I mean, we don't have a nuggets guy on here because they're recording their uh, preview series right now that has started being dropped. Uh, yesterday was the first video bull bull. Um, those are really great too. just going in detail, especially if you're a fan who hasn't been keeping up with what was going on this off season, summer league and preseason training camp. It's a great way to just get catched up, caught up. Oh my God, I can't speak. Clearly I need that Strava craft coffee. Uh, caught up on the team before the start of the season. Their first game is in two weeks. So next week we'll go a little more in detail on them. But Bones, my God, Bones Highland is the hype. I watched him last night in their preseason game and I produced the Nuggets post-game show. And wow, like I don't think I've, I don't think the Avs guys have ever hyped someone up like they're hyping Bones up. And I'm kind of nervous because people are like, let him develop. Like, who knows? Like, who knows how it will be when he's playing with the real guys. But um, someone to definitely look out for in that sense. Uh, all right. We are going to move on to the Broncos and the Buffs. Some bold predictions on them. But first, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, it is one of a kind. Rudo, we went into detail about how he's betting on ping pong. How are you doing? Are you doing better? Are you doing worse? Uh, uh, ping pong's more AJ's thing. I, I stay away from that one, to be Who honest. Who are you betting you. on? Darts, Oh, baby. darts. I was like, what was it? Darts. We got uh, a <laughs> little bit of cricket in there as well. Oh, yeah. That's where it's at. All about it. Uh, yeah, I have fun with, with betting on the most random stuff ever on it. And because, like... Went in, I made my account. It, I got the uh, the week one bet actually, where it was you know as long as Tampa Bay doesn't lose by more than anyone has ever lost right. by ever in the NFL, you get <laughs> like triple your money or whatever. So I was like, cool, I have a bunch of money to play around with, and I took that, bet on whatever I wanted, got lucky, won a bunch of stuff, and and now I'm chilling betting on darts. <laughs> so yeah, it's definitely nice to have like. If you haven't signed up for DraftKings, there's a promo. Don't forget to use promo code DMVR and you'll get a little boost. And it makes it easier, especially if you're first starting out. If you're someone who has been interested in betting but hasn't like jumped the gun, having that cash that DraftKings gives you to kind of get some free bets going, putting it out, feeling it out, it's really helpful instead of like being like, oh my God, this is my own money. I'm just jumping into the, oh my goodness, I just lost this or, oh wow, I won it. It just gives you a little buffer before starting to like really bet on DraftKings Sportsbook. It's a lot of fun. And Rudo already gave you some bets for this uh year or so for the abs andre henry what are you thinking for this weekend is there any uh team or game when it comes to football that stands out to you to put some money on 
I haven't even looked yet. This is a good question for um, Ray. I think tonight, tonight's Henry's Thursday more of a last football. second type of guy. It's true. Huh. It's true. Um, honestly, I'd like to explore more darts picks with Rudo because I'm really learning, you know, MLB playoffs, uh, primetime NFL games. Those are traps. Those are absolute traps. The, the least eyes are on the game, the better. Like Henry, I'd love some insights on some FCS bets uh, where you only get the lines up on Saturday. That said, tonight's uh, Thursday night. I see us very high scoring. I like the Matthew Stafford and Russell Wilson props, especially Stafford over 302 and a half passing. That's going to be a good game. Uh, what's the line? Extraordinary. Uh, Rams by two on the road. 12th man. Yeah, we're we're taking we're oh that's gonna be such a good game. I'm really excited. I had no idea. I just assumed that it was gonna be like two teams getting top ten picks. Um, I'm going with the C. I I don't. I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over. I can't take okay, the here. <laughs> okay, well, if you want to bet on that game tonight, uh, right now, new customers can bet just one dollar on any NFL game and win a hundred dollars in free bets if either team scores a point. So you're guaranteed money, no matter what, you're guaranteed a hundred dollars in free bets if you bet just one dollar using that promo code DNVR. And like I said, if you're new to betting, this is a perfect time to get in um, because it allows you to kind of just mess around, sprinkle some some units on different things and see what you like to bet on, especially with uh, abs preseason, nuggets preseason, bets, all that good stuff. Um, I will say someone told Dev, Superstar Dev yesterday, that they were betting their salary on Dev's pick and he was very uncomfortable. He was like, it's, it's preseason. Please don't do this. Like, yep. what are you, what's your job? Like, so don't get too carried away. Too. But What? The pick missed too, right? Yeah, it did. I think you have the Warriors minus look, five. Look, I'm betting on darts, people. Dart. I'm yes. betting on darts. And just That's don't bet on preseason sports. Like, just don't do it. It's not – you don't. that's the one thing oh I would fun. say. Bet the on something thing, else. Yesterday, like, there, were some, there were some bowl slander in that preview video. I'll say that. Five yeah. Nuggets guys, and none of them is a bowl guy. You big bowl guy, yeah. Oh yeah. All right. I I mean, you got to go watch it to hear their points. I think they made some good points on some of their concerns um, on Bull Bull, but we'll see. I mean, if he G League, you might see a different side of Bull Bull. So, okay. Use that promo code DNVR. Must be twenty one or older Colorado only new customers only restrictions apply see draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details and of course if you have a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 now I say every week this is making you money we also want to save you money and ways to do that is using a bunch of our sponsors but a new one that I highly recommend checking out is Mint Mobile all of the Broncos guys have switched to this service and they really love it it offers premier wireless service starting at just $15 a month. There is no catch. They are, they're, they're cutting the retail stores. That's why there's no overhead costs and they get it down to that $15. My favorite thing is that you can still use your regular phone that you have. So um, if you just want to keep your phone, if you've paid it off, you can switch the SD card or the SIM card. I keep doing that. Um, 
cameras are just on my mind. The SIM card and you get to keep your same phone number too. So you don't have to go through the hassle of texting people your new phone number and even memorizing a new phone number. I haven't done that in since I was in high school. That sounds like a large task. So you don't have to worry about any of that. And it's only $15 a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash DNVR, mintmobile.com slash DNVR and cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month. Don't forget to do the slash DNVR part to get in on this offer. Yes, I, I have a couple things. First of all, I actually used to work tangentially for T-Mobile in a call center. Nice. And literally the way I got trained was the trainer came into the room, told all of us, I'm not telling you to lie to the customers, but I'm not not telling you that. Wow. So don't trust the big mobile companies is all I'm saying. Um, and Because there are all those secret fees. Like yeah. there's all these little things that you don't know about that you sign one thing and then you get your bill and you're like, what? A service fee for that? Like, yeah. None of that with Mint. My other question is, I, I'm sure Andre could recite this by heart, and, and don't actually say the number, but I'm curious if Allie and Hank remember their home phone number as a kid. Oh, I do. Yeah. Okay, so you're not that young. No. I remember, have, I remember yeah. having to call, Henry might be too young for this, but having to call the house phone for your friends and being like, Hi, Miss Rudo. Can, Mrs. Rudo, Rudolph, can I talk to Ru and Rudo there? Yeah. Like being, and then being like, "Yep, I'll go get him." Like, how are you doing, sweetie? And like having to have like a ten-minute conversation before getting to talk to your friends. Like, I remember that stuff. Henry, did you have to do that, or are you too young oh, yeah. for that? I'm like a year younger than you. I'm 26. You're like 24. I'll be 25 in three months. So um, <laughs> that's what I found amusing, though, that Allie hasn't memorized the number since high school, which, again, like not all, all considered not that many years ago. It's not like 16 years ago. Like yeah. it is I will say I did say I haven't, I haven't memorized. I have wow. Ryan's phone number memorized. I now because of having to purchase and do a bunch of things and the behind the scenes stuff I have brandon's number memorized and i also have saul in phoenix phnx phone number memorized so if i'm ever in phoenix and i need something and there's an emergency i know i'll remember his number for sure but for everyone like it's just that's just an annoying hassle like i did it because i had to repeatedly put the phone number in anyways mint mobile check it out like rudo said don't trust those big companies um and just go for the smaller guy who's cutting out those costs and just being straight up with you it's 15 dollars a month month why can't i say words <laughs> month <laughs> all right let's start with the broncos they are three and one right now. First loss of the season was last week against the Ravens. Teddy Bridgewater left the game, got a concussion. It was chaos after that, obviously. Drew Locke came in. It didn't look very good, but people are still optimistic. Hopes are high. Dre, what is your bold prediction for the Broncos for the rest of the season? It's okay. They'll they'll make the playoffs. They're a playoff team. If they can wow. get healthy okay. and this the injury bug can swing back and every highest paid free agent 
and first or second round pick on the roster isn't injured the entire season. Um, the, I mean, the, this team can do it. Even that Ravens game, as concerning as it was, if you think, well, if they had their guards and, you know, maybe a little more uh, quick twitch athletes like Judy or Hamler in the slot, and, uh, you know, like that, and Teddy the whole game, you could have really yeah. done something. They, they hung with them. I thought the defense played tough. It's just these damn injuries. But this year, I think they have the depth to withstand it to some extent. I hope they can go into Raiders week five and one, both teams, because there's nothing better than the Broncos and Raiders, both being competitive and hating on the Raiders on Raiders week with a DMVR tailgate there as well. Um, but no, I think 17 game schedule should be enough to get healthy. And uh, even though they're probably in the toughest division in all of football, this is a playoff team. And that, that Ravens game, the, the problem was Albert O dropped a touchdown. Yeah. Like if he just catches that, that whole game is different. I mean, because then that whole second half, you're looking for one touchdown to take the lead. Um, and on top of that, you know, you look at the next possession, they hit Marquise Brown on their deep ball. And it connects. And that to me was really the difference in the game. And they just couldn't claw their way back. It just, it was, it was, it was a lot closer game than I think people give it credit for. And I think uh, yeah, people they're, don't they're give it credit for because it felt so familiar to last year. That's what I just felt people oh, yeah. saying oh, yeah. is, Oh my God, things were so good. We got these wins. It was exciting. And then boom, it was like being transported, transported back to last year. Yeah. But Andre, you made a good point that made me think, of course it felt like it was transported to back year. Back, oh my God. Words <laughs> transported back to last year. There she is. They had all these injuries last year. They weren't the team that they were supposed to be because they had so many injuries to key players. And then you fast forward to this year and this specific week, they have four starters out. Then Teddy Bridgewater gets hurt. Like it's it's, on offense. Yeah. Alone. So right. That's not counting Chubb and Darby and uh, Josie Jewell. It's been absolutely brutal. (laughs) Yeah, all like truly key starters on offense. Um, So, uh, but I think they can withstand some of this stuff and and get over it. I've been encouraged by the character this team's shown and kind of how they've rallied together. I think I think this team, unlike other teams, there's a sense in that locker room that they're they're better than. And regardless, yeah, regardless of the injuries, I mean, if if you're expecting this team to put up 27 points, you're going to be disappointed. Like, that's still not what this team is. It's going to, they, they're going to play like last year's team. It's a defensive team. They're not going to score a lot. It's just that the offense is now good enough to, to put up more points yeah. than the other team. So just because it, it might not be playing the ball that the Chiefs play or the Seahawks yeah, play or right, the Cowboys right. play, who cares? Just go win the games. I will say the fact that this is a little tidbit, but the fact that the Eagles put up 30 points on the chiefs, like who, I don't think like, I think the Broncos can beat them. Like, yeah, I really do because the Eagles, I can say this as an Eagles fan. They are not a good team right now. They're really struggling. I love Jalen hurts and I'm excited to see his future, but the fact that they did that to the chiefs, I thought that was going to go a whole different way. And so I think the Broncos really do have a chance in this division to, to step up and like Dre said, it's it's a hot take, it's a bold prediction, but seeing them in the playoffs, I see it. Just gotta go win that Raider game. That's the big yeah. one. I mean, that's 
that's the interesting part too, right? All this talk about the Broncos' first three games and how they played such easy teams, but so many teams on their schedule look surprisingly mortal. Yeah, but, definitely. So absolutely. And the Chargers' history tells us they will be hit by the injury bug any second. So you know what the Broncos are going through; these other teams in the division. Uh, we'll have to deal with because that's that's football for you. I mean, in yeah. 17 weeks, it's going to happen to everyone. So, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see how even just the next two weeks, Steelers, Raiders, it's, it's an important stretch. You can't be scared be of the Chargers a- until they literally win the division. Like, it's when they officially have the division one that you say, oh, okay, fine, you're you're a part of this now. <laughs> we will be having a watch party at the bar this weekend on Sunday, right after the tailgate. The game starts at 11. Bar will open at 10. So come down and hang out. Um, Dre, RK, Henry, a few other people will be there. Zach will be there. Um, it should be a great NFL Sunday. And then we will be having our tailgate at Mile High for Raiders Week, like Dre said. Uh, definitely look out for getting tickets um, for that early and yeah, the, there's also the bus. It's been such a good time. And I think the more that these tailgates keep happening, the more fun that it's going to be and the more people are going to come. And it's just, it's really exciting to see Henry. What is your bold prediction for this Broncos team? Oh, uh, Dre took mine. They're going to the playoffs. <laughs> I can't really say anything more than that because Do you have a bold my whole prediction thing is for like, a specific player. Um, I'll think about it, but, but when it comes to playoffs, like the football is different than other sports where anybody can win. Like it isn't like basketball where you know who's winning just about every matchup in the first round and you have good cha- good sense of the second round. All you got to do is get in. And if you get in, then there's a chance. It's rare that you have a team like the the Tebow Broncos are like, eh, this, this really just isn't going to work out for them. So I do think that they get in, but I'm not willing to say any more than that. Um, then in terms of a player, uh, Von Miller probably... Uh, First team all pro? Is that bold? I don't even think that's bold at this point. I don't think that's um, bold. Comeback player of the year? I guess you worry about Dak a little bit, but but again, yeah. I think that's Vaughn. I don't think I'm ready to go defensive player of the year, but I'll say he's a finalist for defensive player of the year. I'm not sure if this is like the college awards where they release finalists, though. No. <laughs> I will say this. Javante Williams will get uh, will have a thousand yard season. He's on pace for just eight hundred, even in a seventeen game season. But I just see that ticking up and up, and he'll have yeah. a breakout game soon enough, and they'll just ride sure. him out. And I think by the end of the year, he'll be like a young star at running back. Yep, second half My of the last- year is when he's going to really take over. My last question for you guys on the Broncos side of things is: How do you feel about Vic? Fangio so far uh, even on the DMR Broncos um, podcast they've kind of started talking about what this team might look like um, without Vic Fangio as the head coach so I want to hear your takes on how you're feeling about his performance coaching so far this year I mean they're winning and if they're winning I'm not really going to complain are there things that you have back are there clock management whatever sure but don't forget about this defense that he built. And as soon as he's gone, it's not like yeah. you, you have a bad defense because there's a lot of talent there too, but it isn't what it is now. 
I mean, they were getting consistent stops. And and they had a couple drives that, that they struggled against the Ravens. There were a couple big plays that they gave up. But they held Lamar Jackson to what? Like 20, 23 points when the offense was just handing the ball back right away every time? Like, Vic Fangio, to me, is still doing a, a great job just because of what he's been able to do with that defense. Yeah, that's right. That's the that's why you brought him in, and that should be the biggest thing you grade him on. But you do worry that maybe um, maybe everything's just a smidge too conservative, and that's kind of what mm-hmm. you get with an older, defensive-minded head coach. And yeah. uh, if he can prove that he can win with that formula, it won't be for everyone. It won't be the most exciting. But you can win consistently with that formula. If he can't, though, I mean – He's going to be in trouble because those other areas of his game, um, you know, leave something to be desired. No doubt. How how long is the leash? It, if we wake up in two weeks and the Broncos are three and three, is is the hot seat getting a little toasty? I mean, if yeah. he gets the playoffs, he's safe. I think nine and eight, he's safe. Eight and nine, I'd probably even say he's safe. At seven and ten is where you have a really hard conversation. And six wins, he's probably out. That's probably where I'm yeah. at. Yeah. Well, and it's so interesting because so much of this would hinge on new ownership. Like mm, even if he true. was ten and seven, you know, a new owner might just wanna true. freshen the whole place up. True. Uh so that is a good that is something I didn't think of how ownership will play a role with this team. It's just ownership. I feel like is just such an easy thing. If it's not in your face in the news um, to be like, Oh, Oh yeah. That's like going to be a big, big step for this team to see what ends up happening besides just their, their play on the field and their coaching. Um, All right. Building Broncos world out there. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be massive. He's going to blow $10 billion. And I, again, without digging into Jeff Bezos himself, he is rich, and that is good for the Broncos, and that's all I care about. That Broncos is Henry's bold take. First game on the moon, baby. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Now we're getting yes. bold. All right. Oh, my goodness. Okay, Henry, do you want to give a bold prediction on the Buffs football team right now, or yeah. should we give a bold prediction on basketball? I mean, I or think, honestly, the, the, the basketball one is probably darker at this point. Just because, like, really, I mean, yeah, they they have so many new guys. Like, it's bold. Like, they'll, because the prediction I can give is like they'll compete for an NCAA tournament berth. Like, I like I don't want to put my name on like they're going to the NCAA tournament at this point, and so that's like that's no fun. With the bus football, I can say they will beat Arizona. They okay. are going to get that's a, that's a positive. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And so they're they're going to get a second win this season. They play Cal right after that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it should be a winnable game, but th- I mean, they've lost three straight by at least 22 points. So the two, two and 10 is looking this team dead in the eyes right now with that Cal game kind of being the, the one where you get to three, unless, unless things change drastically and their quarterback starts literally throwing the ball is, is the request at this point. Just get it out of your hand. Don't just stand there. I, just, I, I would back. rather him throw two to three to four interceptions as sure. at, just throw the ball, just, just literally throw just the football, figure it out, like loosen up, like just yep. do something. Like we yeah. watched uh Stephen Mott. We watched the 
Buffs USC game the other day with Steven Montes as a QB. And oh my God, the amount of, I, I even gave hate or I even gave criticism on Steven Montes. And now I'm like, I would do anything for Steven Montes to be yep. back on this team and be that quarterback. Like, I had friends down here from Montana for that USC game last weekend. And like, I, I've been saying on the podcast for weeks, like you just need a quarterback who will literally throw the ball. It doesn't matter where it goes. But like they, they're putting up negative rushing yards because of the yeah. sacks. Yeah. Like you just literally throw the ball and, and to talk with them I mean, after play the game. Like continues say, to be an issue as well. Throw the ball? And it's like, yeah, I know. Isn't it crazy? Like, have you ever seen it? And it's like, this is shocking that, that a quarterback could do this and not throw the ball. So yeah, it's a, it seems like a simple fix. Start throwing the football, but uh, who knows? Who knows? I do is think the comparison is the, Arizona. Is the comparison of this like Nathan McKinnon just not shooting? Like, yeah, but a little bit of a talent difference there, maybe. Well, yeah, of <laughs> course. That, but, like, it's still, it's just like someone not doing what they're, they're going supposed to do. Going to a to face do. off and just not moving. It's <laughs> 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 like, oh yeah, you got it. Or like like that's how bad, like, that's how insane it is. Yeah, yeah. it's it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. And I mean, even when he does throw the ball, it's it's been. I don't think he's made a throw on time all season. And you feel bad because he's he's a yeah. freshman. He's just like a kid. And he doesn't deserve this, but there's literally no other options at quarterback. And oh, it's. I think it's they also tough. they just they told him like don't throw like they just got it in his head that he was so concerned about throwing an interception. You're like the last thing you want to do. That's just the last thing you want to do. And so now he, you see how scared he is out there, and it's just like mm-hmm. man. Yeah, and I, I feel I, bad I, for him for sure Carl. because he is just a kid. We were talking to Carl Durrell, the head coach, on Saturday after the game, and he was like, yeah, I mean, all week he was having good practices. He was letting it fly. Like, it was throwing the ball around, and we got to the game, and it just wasn't happening. Like, he, I mean, he just wouldn't throw the ball. And there's been how, offensive line troubles and that stuff, too. It's not all on him, but It's not all yikes. on him, yeah. How important is the ability for a QB, not necessarily to, to complete passes, but effectively throw balls away how many yards does it save by getting rid of the footballs like i I mean against minnesota they finished with negative 19 rushing yards because because the sacks are counted they literally could not move the ball for it it is crucial because you got to get that number into the positive um yeah Uh, yeah yeah it's it's been a tough year the buffs the buffs are in a in a sad place and you know what? See, but this is why fans, going back to our first conversation with the Avs, are a little cautious. Like, I, I am a fan of sports teams that have hurt me. And even if they're on a win streak, I am going to be prepared. I'm not going to be like drowning in the sorrows, but I am going to be a little bit more on the cautious side of being like, well, wait, 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 wait. I'm not going to get all my hopes up no, on this no, because no, I have no, been no. hurt. No, no, no. You jump no. in feet first, all right? I'm yeah. ready to be hurt again. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> yes, Allie, no. I feel like if you say you're ready to be hurt again, you haven't been as hurt as badly as no, people no. who are not you, ready. You have to hate <laughs> yourself a little bit to be a sports fan, right? Because you oh. know better. You know better, but you do it anyway. Yes. And again, uh, with the abs, like, what's what? Are, how are they going to hurt you? They, they blow it in the first round of the playoffs? That's months and months and months away. It's not like the buffs where it's like week one, 
you're like, oh, they didn't score in the first quarter against Northern Colorado. A little concerning. It's like <laughs> seven points in the next three games combined or whatever. Two games, two and a half games. That's a different world. Okay. Lean in, lean into the pain. Well, I get I, maybe we'll make Straight that a poll. Like, I feel like it just depends. I don't know. I'm just cautious. Um, okay. Something that I wish that I could eat that you guys all get to enjoy is sexy pizza. And I just can't imagine. Everyone says it's so good. And I, it's so sad because I'm sitting here like I'll eat the little pretzel twists that we have at the, um, at the, tailgates but i can't eat that pizza and there's so much and it looks so great and the italian right here andre simone has given his full endorsement on sexy Ooh. pizza That's which true. is wild because yeah. he is very strict on his very pizza strict. yes yeah it's great though it's great they do a great job nice and i mean it's just a great mix they've got they've got those ovens if you're ever around sexy pizza you can smell it from like a block away Toppings are phenomenal. They got the right ratio sauce to cheese, and uh, it's all delicious. You know, really that that nice crisp to it, good crust. Uh, they, they do a fine product. We're really lucky to have them at our tailgates, Frank. Plus, if you go to their actual locations, like Dre was saying, not only can you smell it before even walking in, but they have a lot of options. They have gluten-free. They do also have vegan options. Um, they have pasta, knots, dessert options, wings, salads. Uh, you can add whatever on the pizza. They've got different sizes, 12, 16, or 18-inch crusts. Um, and then you ha they have four different locations in Denver, Cap Hill, Old South Pearl, Jefferson Park and Park Hill. And then they're opening up a new location in Colorado. So stay tuned for that. But if you can't go to one of their locations, highly recommend coming to the DMVR tailgates and trying it there. Everyone talks about how good it is. And it's also great before heading into the game to fill up on some of those carbs before you're drinking all your Breck brews and all your Breckenridge distillery shots and all that good stuff. Um, highly recommend checking them out. They're a 13 year staple in the Denver community and they're as local as it gets. So go check out sexy pizza today. All right. We are going to quickly kind of talk about um, there's a lot of people who listen to these shows who don't, know the teams as well the other teams they're buffs fans or they're avs fans or they're broncos fans who dabble in avs fandom who dabble in buffs fandom and so we are going to go over a few questions and get some answers from rudo andre and henry let me oh i lost it okay the first superlative of sorts is best player all around heading into the season. Rudo, this is an easy one. I mean, I could say Kale McCarr, but it's Nathan McKinnon. Nathan <laughs> McKinnon is the superstar of the, not just the avalanche, but the NHL. I mean, the dude will win a heart trophy in his career, or maybe this year, which is the MVP for, for hockey. He's an absolute freak. Who is the class clown, Rudo, of the Avs? That's a good question. It, I I think it's probably at this point EJ. Uh, wow. Eric Johnson, a guy who's had a, a very injury-riddled career here in Colorado, but he's back this year, he's healthy, and the dude is just... He's always a hype show. Whenever he's out there, he's always, you know, dunking on people, pumping people up, 
having a ton of fun. So I'm going to say EJ. You can go on the abs Twitter and just see a bunch of videos of EJ during the preseason and training camp, just having fun with the guys. And I feel like he really missed that um, being injured last year. So it's cool to see that this year. Um, Dre, who is the best player all around on the Broncos? You would say. I think at this point, it's uh, it's Justin Simmons. I really mm-hmm. think he's just become so impactful in all phases of the game. Um, he's just become such a stud in like one-on-one coverage. Um, he's always been so solid in the run game, but now I think even more impactful, making more and more plays around the line of scrimmage. Um, so yeah, I think uh, I think it's become Justin Simmons. Henry, what do you think about the Broncos and the Avs? Well, I, like we said, the Avs is pretty easy. But what about the Broncos? Yeah. Um, I'd go Von Miller. I think he's still just so dominant that that if if you lose one piece of that defense and it's Von Miller, I think there's just such a big impact compared to the other positions. But Justin Simmons right up there. What about class clown for the Broncos? KJ Hamler. I think that's a good – I think Shelby Ooh. Harris is also a good one on that. Shelby. Based off of our, our interview on DNVR and then some of those videos that the Broncos Twitter account posted um, asking the guys, like, the weirdest questions during the season, like, is a hot dog a sandwich and all that good stuff. Um, I think Shelby makes a case, but I agree. KJ Hamler is a, a trip. All right. Next one is life of the team. Rudo, who's the life of the Avs? Uh, Miko. Miko, all right? There's only one guy on the Avs who comes into the locker room and yells, boys are hot! <laughs> okay? He's he's always bipping and bopping around. He's always got the energy. He's the life so of the team. Sure. Yeah. He's the big moose, of course. Um, okay, what about the Broncos, Andre and Henry? I think it's become Teddy, man. Um, you just see some of the things Vaughn and Justin Simmons have said about him. He is absolutely 1000% that guy. It is definitely Teddy. Yeah. Yeah. What about the abs? Do you agree with Miko? I mean, I just think of the excitement when Miko came back after the, the brief, the contract holdout and just like what that meant to everyone. Popped Um, off in game one. Yeah. Like, okay. the, like he, he definitely, he just game. sets those vibes, man. You can just tell, like every group has that guy, you know, that just kind of raises the energy for the whole yep. crew. And uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. For this one, for Broncos, it will be who has improved the most since the start of the season? What do you guys think? Great question. Ah. Uh, Man, you, Burns? it should be Caden Stearns is a great one. It should be Josie Jewell if he didn't get injured because he was really smoking hot. Um, just for some diversity, though, I'm gonna say Draymond, who's just oh, been okay. on fire. Draymond Jones, number 93 defensive. Yeah, I'll stick with Caden Stearns. That's a good one. Um, it's a really good, yeah. Pick. Safety rookie. I mean, he's really good. He's really good. And he was somebody we kind of talked some crap about on that draft podcast back in the day. But I mean, the problem was that he didn't, he never tackled at Texas. And now they just, I mean, has he made a tackle? He just gets interceptions and sacks. Yep, that's right. Who needs stupid tackles? 
All right, Rudo, for the Avs, who do you think will be the most improved this season from last year? I mean, this feels like cheating, but I can just say Alex Newhook and (laughs) be done here just by the fact that he's going to be a a full-time NHLer, I think. Yeah. Uh, You could could make an argument for Byram, too, in the same vein. Uh, But, yeah, I I think those guys are both going to prove themselves as everyday NHLers, and potentially one of them may even prove themselves to be a key piece to whatever the Avs end up doing this year, so... Well, my next question was rookie who will most likely succeed. So would that be similar answer for you? I'll, I'll, uh, I will switch my, I'll say new hook is the most likely to improve the most. I will say Byram is the most likely to succeed though, because Byram is already fully NHL ready. That dude, there's not going to be a a growth curve with him this year. He's just going to drop in and be an NHLer. What about for the Broncos? Who's a rookie that will is most likely to succeed? Patrick Sertan? Is that the uh, I mean, yeah, Javante Williams, you can't go wrong. I mean, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's a tough call. I'm gonna go Javante. Okay. Just because I do think second half of the season he's gonna be the guy. I mean, Sertan started Sertain. Sertan. <laughs> I got that right Sertan. the first Sertan. time. Sertan. Sertan. Not that. <laughs> I'm known for mispronouncing names in any way. Um, yeah, you were on a podcast was, recently. Yeah, out of network. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not, not great. Uh, but yeah, I think, you know, season will end. He'll be like a top 10 corner in the league. He's starting to get to that level already. Okay, the last one for you is who is the most unique player on the team? Rudolph, I'll start with you. Ooh. Ooh, that is a good question. Um, well, because you have lots of great choices, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you take the cop out answer and say Kemper because he's a goalie, right? Sure. No one else on the team can really do what he does. But I think the most unique player on the team is Nazem Kadri. Mm. Um, he has the offensive flair and ability, but no one has the edge to their game. At least no one with high end talent has the edge to their game that Kadri does. No one has, I mean, a couple of years ago, we saw Kadri literally beat the suspension out of a human being with oh, his yeah. fists. So we haven't seen that from anybody else on the abs in a long, long time. And, and I think, <sighs> look, the suspension situation with hot is hard with him. I'm not going to get into all the details because we're yeah. just kind of touching on surface stuff here. But, <laughs> If you want the that gritty style of hockey, Nazem Kadri is your guy. Are you okay, Dre? <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. You know, uh, just breathing and sucking down your own spit can be treacherous sometimes. So. Okay. Um, all right. For the Broncos, who do you guys think is the most unique player on the team? I'd go Von Miller. He's I was going to do that, too. Man. You guys are very much on the same page today. Normally, Sunday mornings, maybe it's the Breckenridge Distillery Vodka. Maybe it's the Breck Brews. You guys don't like each other very much. Um, and like what? each other's opinions, what? I will say. Opinions. Okay, opinions. Opi- very different. We might just, you poured we might water on Henry and laughed your way through it. What the? I did not laugh. Part of the game. Um, I was merely the wheel of darkness told me to do so. I had nothing. Uh, yeah, Vaughn's just the elasto man. 
and he's still doing it at the highest level in his 30s. He's just incredible. Uh, yep. One of the more unique players, probably in Broncos history, frankly. Yeah. It's just a, such a weird skill set. Being able to bend 90 degrees sideways and be freaky fast and stronger than somebody who has 60 pounds on him. It's pretty wild. All right. Well, we will check back in with what we said right now, later on, maybe in the off season or postseason, and see if those things stayed true throughout the year. It was a fun show. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Don't forget to check out the bar. Fury and Wilder will be uh, on all the TVs. It's going to be a fun night Saturday. Then the Rams do play on Saturday as well. Buffs have a bye week. Broncos on Sunday watch party. And just getting to watch the rest of NFL Sunday at the bar is always a good time. They have the best drink specials. And they also, as a member, you get a... 22 ounce beer instead of the 16 ounce beer. We've got Breck Brews, good companies at the bar, Breck Distillery. You can try out the Alley Special if you're so inclined, Strava Craft Coffee, and Breckenridge Espresso Vodka. Some say it's a little intense. You know what? Sometimes you need that on a Sunday morning after spending the night at the bar the night before. So definitely check all that out. And of course, follow all of our written content, videos, and all that good stuff on thednvr.com. And we will see you all next week.